Welcome to episode five of the Just Boldly Go podcast. A love letter to my sister and maybe to you too. She's worth it, so are you. When I was about three and a half, my mom did the worst thing she's ever done to me and brought home my baby sister. It took me about 16 years before I finally appreciated her, my sister I mean, and the only thing that caused it to happen was her hooking up with a royal piece of shit. She married him and had three beautiful children, so worth it, but he tormented and abused her both mentally and physically for years. At long last, after years of begging, she finally left him. Divorce proceedings began, and then he died from overdosing on cocaine laced with fentanyl. I would like to interject here that we had the churchiest upbringing ever, and I still can't quite understand how this is my real life. As you can imagine, My sister is now in an uncomparable funk. There are a few things I'd like to say to her. Actually, I've said them to her already, but I want to do it here too, just in case you need to hear it. Or maybe someday I'll need it for myself. Number one, you are so worth it. I think my sister's biggest issue is her self-worth. She doesn't have much, which is probably my fault because I tormented her endlessly when we were kids. I hate that I did that. I have no excuses or explanation other than that she just annoyed me and I was mean. Her husband tore her down even further, leaving her feeling like she isn't worth much at all. This kills me. Now she looks for love to fill her up without understanding that no matter how much someone loves her, unless she loves herself, it will not last. You cannot tie your self-worth to a boyfriend, a husband, a job, or your kids, or anything else for that matter. Life is one continuous change. Nothing ever lasts, and if you don't have the core belief that you are worth it all on your own, you will not survive the ups and downs that come with living. I don't know how to fix this issue. I only know that deep in my soul, I know that God made her and me and you for a specific purpose, and if he thinks we are worth it, it's really all that matters. Number two, it's not your fault. In my sister's case, there are many things she could have done differently, but her estranged husband's death was not her fault. He was drinking and doing drugs before she left and growing ever more violent along the way. If she had stayed, she or the kids or both could be deceased at this point. She couldn't have saved him. She couldn't force him to choose to drop his addictions. It is not her fault that he overdosed, but she totally feels like it is. You might have a situation that you feel the same way about. I'll just go ahead and drop a couple of truth bombs on you. You can't change things that already happened and you can't fix other people. And you can't blame yourself for something you didn't see coming. Number three, God is giving you another chance. So after the death of her estranged husband, and I mean like the very next day, her home and all her belongings were lost in an arson related house fire. She and the kids were not living there at the time, but most of their stuff was still there. At the moment, my sister is a little depressed and I'm sure you can understand why. I'm only giving the bare bones version of all the stuff that happened to her. The other day she said to me, I have no job, no home, 
Most of my belongings are gone. Life will never be the same, which is good because I'm not being abused anymore, but bad because I feel like I've hit rock bottom. Man, I get that. She's right. I don't know what else could go wrong, but her perspective is wrong too. We all prayed for years that she would have the courage to leave her marriage. We didn't pray he would die, but we did pray that God would deliver her. And did he ever? That part of her life was wiped away and she and her three beautiful, amazing children made it through it. She lost everything except the only things that really mattered, their lives. And in case you weren't aware, the only thing that would keep you from reinventing your whole existence would be dying. She's still here. She has a do-over for her entire life and she's not even 40 yet. You are still here. If you have breath in your body, you can change your circumstances. Number four, the only thing holding you back is you. When life falls apart, the only option is to put it back together. This is a daunting task, I realize that. It takes time, it takes support, and it takes boldness. Every single one of us is born with a resiliency that cannot be taken from us. If you've made it this far, you have it in you to make it a little farther. No matter what has happened to you, no matter where you've been, or what you've seen, or what you've done, you can and will survive. Surviving is great, but unless you are living, what is even the point of life? The only thing keeping you stuck in your present circumstances is you. You have to take life by the balls and live it. Live it to the fullest because anything less isn't worth thinking about. Number five, you might need help achieving all of this. If you've lived most of your adult life with little to no support, loads of anxiety, and heaping helpings of self-doubt, you probably need someone to help you rebuild. Listen, I'm not a joiner, I don't like group activities, and I generally feel like I've got things handled, but even I need help now and then. Maybe you need a therapist, or maybe you need someone to talk to, someone with a fresh perspective, someone who approaches life in a way you aren't used to living. Maybe you need a therapist, or maybe you just need someone to talk to, someone with a fresh perspective, someone who approaches life in a way you aren't used to living. You need someone to help you figure out what your strengths are, how to capitalize on them, and how to take life and make it yours. Get ready, cause here I